Oh, yeah. There's no toilet seat. There is a toilet seat. Sure showed her. Tuesday podcast episode 32 with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsberg, and introducing Liz Gerrard. Here's Tyler what? Dryblatt. Hey, hey, it's, it's me, Tyler Dryblatt. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Liz. What's your last name? Garrett. <laughs> Garrett. Not what I would have expected from our from our muscle man Sam. I thought you were saying Liz Gern. <laughs> I, I think her first name probably came out more as Lars also. <laughs> Let's have Lars Gern, our new Norwegian beer drinking friend, on the show. But uh, yeah, welcome everybody to episode thirty-two of the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. Um, we have switched out our longtime sub Boris for. For Liz, and uh, Liz, I hear you're one of the most upbeat people that Sam knows, so I just want to say, screw you, buddy. What do you have to be happy about? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I don't know if I could, like, scientifically be the most positive person you know, because you probably haven't, like, polled everyone, but um, I don't know. Life is pretty good, and you've got great people like Sam in the world, so. Aww. <laughs> This is going to be the worst. <laughs> no. Is it too yeah, late to get Boris? <laughs> well, that, yeah, you totally disarmed my attack, just relentlessly nice in the face of it. This is going to be an That's, interesting yeah, get podcast. Yeah, get used to that. Yeah. So uh, I guess my next question for you, Liz, is what beer did you bring to drink today? I brought Lake Louie, which is a Wisconsin, um, it's actually from Arena, Wisconsin, and it is their scotch ale called Warped Speed. I like Scotch ales. Is that that pretty high on the alcohol? Uh, it's seven two, which actually is a little low for a Scotch ale, but still high for a beer. Yeah, cool. All right, Samuel, you told us last week you want to refresh our memories. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have Evil Twin Brewing's Christmas Eve at a New York City hotel room, <laughs> which is uh, an Imperial Stout, and that's ten percent alcohol. So, uh, woo. I like their super, super spot-on name, you know? Very specific. Mm -hmm. A lot of their brews have names like that. They're kind of a wacky brewery. Uh, so I have not something that wacky. I've got Alaskan Summer, the Kolsch-style ale by Alaskan Brewery. And I've kind of... Uh, I see this brewery a lot around here, and I've kind of refused to get their stuff because it just doesn't look that interesting. But I did today because it was the only thing around. <laughs> um, it's 5.4, I believe. So pretty standard beer. And uh, it tastes like a pretty standard beer, too, I have to say. Might be another boring beer week for Tyler. <laughs> you gotta get interesting shit, man. I have to go to a new place is really what it is. Because the, the place I've been going has like six brewers. And that's about it, you know. Oh, have you tried uh, Steve's on the west side? I have not. 
I have not. It's a little bit of a hike for you, probably. Right, yeah. Cross, like, seven states or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's recording from California. Oh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, you're the guest on the show. You're the <laughs> But uh, you had already taken a swig of your beer, I believe. Do you have any first impressions for us? Yes. Um, I have never had a Scotch ale except at the Isthmus Beer and Cheese Fest, which wasn't, I can't really remember what it tasted like. Mm. It's not, I don't like IPAs, so it's not really that bitter. And it kind of reminds me more of like, I don't know, a mix between like a wheat beer and a darker beer. <laughs> Interesting that you say wheat. I mean, you're right. It shouldn't be bitter. If you had a bitter scotch ale, that would be pretty odd. They did something uh, wrong, mm-hmm. if that's the case. Yeah. So it, I, I like it. It's it's a more robust flavor than the wheat beers that I usually drink. <laughs> <laughs> I told her that since usually there aren't women on the show, that she had to like make a good impression for, for like the sake of her sex, and I think that yeah. she didn't bring a wheat beer specifically for that purpose. I, I almost did, and it had a flower on the bottle. Of course it did. <laughs> I believe at one point you were toying with the idea of mixing your beer with cream soda. Yes, so that was an idea I got from the Isthmus Beer and Cheese Fest. Have you been? No. Oh, it's amazing. You should go. So what this is, for those of you not from here... Um, like me? Yes, like you. Uh, it is this like festival of Wisconsin breweries from like all over the state and there's at least one in like every county and they all come to Madison and have this like booze fest and cheese fest at the convention center and they're like free taxi rides because everyone gets like shwasty and people will start like dropping their glasses the longer they stay so it's it's pretty fun but while there I had a I think it might have been a scotch ale mixed with cream soda it was delicious so I almost brought that. I know, your face Your face is telling me that that's not good. <laughs> it was good. I mean, it might be good. It's bizarre. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Like, It was delicious. I've heard of like a like a shandy, which is beer and lemonade. It is but yeah. garbage. It's a shandy, garbage trick. Summer shandy is gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a like a, if you want to pretend you're drinking alcohol but not really drink alcohol. Exactly. That's what a shandy is. Yeah. It's like the Mike's Hard Lemonade of beer. It's terrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, mixing with the cream soda, hmm. It's delicious. Just a weird. It's weird. Samuel, you should try this now. I should I should try her beer or I should try mixing with cream soda? Well, I mean, you don't have to do that right now, but you should get some cream soda and mix some beer with it and you tell me to... how it is. Oh, do you want me to do a follow-up next week? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know you and I, I can I can, I can trust your, your taste. I don't know, Liz. This might be crazy. No. <laughs> all right, so uh, so my stout is is a little odd. I'm trying to f- figure out what all the flavors I'm picking up are. One of them is like burnt. Is burnt, <laughs> is burnt a flavor? <laughs> but it's like not in a bad way. But you know how burnt things taste. There's that taste in it. Like kind of like if you carbon. If you over toast toast and you eat the over toasted part. Does it taste like carbon? Because that's what it is. <laughs> Oh, I guess it tastes like carbon. I'm getting a real, there's a, a note of carbon to it. I think there's some spice in here, too, and I can't figure out what it is. Is coriander a thing? Coriander thing? It's not coriander. Cloves? I don't know. I would not expect that give, to taste like give coriander. Me, give me the rest of the episode. I'll figure it out. All right. Yeah, like I said, it, you know, the summer, it's, it's kind of boring. 
It tastes like a beer. Um, <laughs> it's a little. It's got kind of a thicker mouthfeel than I'm used to. A little more syrupy. Um, but that's really the only thing that I can say sticks out about this beer. Uh, and it's not really good or bad, but I, I just happen to notice. So I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think this one's going to be that exciting. But you know what is an exciting beer? Tell me. Fucking this Willy Wonka ass blue beer they've got over here. <laughs> Apparently, is Hokkaido in Japan? Yeah, that's probably I'm, Japan, that's, right? That's better, I'm pretty sure it is. All right. So the Japanese, staying true to their producing crazy shit ethos, have come out with a Ice Flow Draft, um, which is a, a beer that is naturally blue. Uh, like everybody knows about the green beer you get on St. Patrick's Day and stuff like that. But this apparently they just threw in a bunch of Chinese yam, which, which gave it its blue coloring. And it really just, it looks like you're drinking Kool-Aid, if you see the pictures. Well, Chinese yam is purple, so it makes sense that it would be... Chinese... Uh, you guys are talking about this like it's a thing. Yeah. What the hell's Chinese yam? The Chinese yam? Come on! Yeah. No, the Chinese oh. yam, it looks... On the outside, it looks like a sweet potato, but on the inside, it's purple. And what, what and, kind of flavor would it impart to a beer? I mean, I would... Based on my understanding of the taste, which I've had it not in a beer, it would probably have a similar effect to, like, vodka... Okay. It would make beer taste like vodka? I mean, I don't think it would make it taste like vodka, but I think that would, the end result, if you distilled just that, would probably be a vodka. Wacky. Uh, do you know, like on a scale of 1 to 10, how difficult would it be for me to acquire Chinese yam here in America? If the, you go to an international grocery store, you could probably do it. So I guess what I'm asking is, should I try to make this? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, do you it. You need so much of that clearing agent, though. Like, clear the shit out of your beer and then put in the Chinese yam. What, like Irish moss and whirlflock? Yeah, like yeah. a shitload of it. Okay. I can put that in the recipe. Yeah. That that's my that would be my recommendation. But, so, I can't trust this, this RocketNews24.com that broke the story of the blue beer because then they later say on the episode that, uh, that it's it, true to its name, it's great to drink. Crisp and refreshing with a good bite. Hmm. And I just, I can't believe that's true. Wait, are you a master of the Chinese yam? No. It doesn't really have much of a flavor. It's enough out of you, It's just a starch. <laughs> so, is, is this just for the sake of the color you think that is in this ingredient? Or do you think that they want the flavor at all? RocketNews24.com says it's a delicious beer, so maybe there's some flavor in there, but it really just looks like a novelty beer to me. It's kind of cool that it's naturally blue and not food dyed blue, but still, I I can't imagine it's very good. Well, it, take from this what you will. I just wanted to see, because I don't know Rocket News 24 at all, <laughs> I wanted to see their most popular article right now, and it's here on the sidebar, Ancient Chinese Instrument Can Mimic Super Mario Bros. <laughs> music with Startling Fidelity. <laughs> they use fiddle. Okay. <laughs> um, well, they definitely seem like they're tuned into Japanese culture, at least. Number three, Sailor Moon lingerie selfies have arrived. <laughs> so what? that'll be some independent research that I'll do when Liz is gone. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's Rocky News 24 in a nutshell, I guess. I guess. I would I would try this blue beer, though, if I saw it. Absolutely. Pretty silly. Yeah, I'll, see, I'll see if I can make it, but I uh, I don't know. I, I'm thinking next I'm going to make a, 
A Dunkelweizen with banana? Woo! Are you putting in actual banana or just making it taste like banana? I Well, I thought I would use um, the secret ancient yeast combo to add banana flavor, but god damn it. <laughs> it's my new text tone. Ooh, <laughs> who's me. texting you? Uh, we can get get to that later in the show. There's a segment specifically for that. <laughs> uh, I, I was gonna use um, banana also in it. I don't I don't really know exactly what stage of the brew would be best. I'm thinking it might be a dry hop situation, except with banana. I don't know. Banana's not the strongest flavor, so I'm not sure. I. I have some research to do before I do this brew. Well, that also sounds like a good beer. But, uh, you know, Sam, I was wondering if we could maybe check in on how it's going with the ladies. <laughs> so I was at this party yesterday. Pat and Chris from work threw a party. And uh, and it was, it was, it was kind of stupid. The theme was just 80s. So, like, you know, I got there and there are people in, you know, leg warmers and everyone has, uh, you know, those neon bracelets, you know, yeah. glow stick bracelets. And so before I went, I was like, what's an 80s thing that I could wear to, like, participate? Was it a suit with huge lapels? Mm-hmm. It, it was not. Uh, uh, it was it was that Mario Bros. t-shirt I have. <coughs> like, it's the original Mario Bros. cartridge is, like, all that the t-shirt is. And so I think that everyone at this party, it was, like, they... Uh, they went out to a thrift store or whatever and bought a bunch of ridiculous crap to wear to be like, look how stupid people were in the 80s. But it's like, well, there's this shirt that I own. (laughs) I guess I'll just wear it because it fits completely because I suck. Look Uh, how stupid Sam is now. I'm so stupid. No. No. You're adorable. (laughs) You're killing me. (laughs) Uh, So I, I I was at this party and, uh, I was drinking my hot pepper beer and apparently like it was getting a little stanky like your beer like people like i would drink i was drinking the beer and then someone like four feet away who was not like i was not talking to would say to somebody else and i would overhear you smell hot peppers <laughs> and <there's, laughs> i was like oh that's me beer. yeah uh and so I just left some in the fridge. And so, you know, it's a it's a bottle with no label, and the cap just says 20 on it, and there's no other <laughs> indicator of what it is. So so I really hope that someone, like, really goes back and forth, like, is this poison? Should I drink this? You know? Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a rude awakening if you don't know there's going to be hot peppers yeah. in it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, I, was drinking, I was drinking a bunch of that and having a good time, and, uh, and I, I met uh, a young woman who... Uh, was pretty cool. We chatted for a while. I I walked her to her car because I'm a southern gentleman, and you know, that's just my upbringing. And you know, all the all the feminist mentality in the world that I do have, it's just it doesn't overwrite. You know, that southern hospitality. Maryland that, is not, Maryland is in the south. Barely. Open up a history book. That's barely, goddamn right, Tyler. Barely in the south. You know, I'm a, just a good country boy. <laughs> Maryland is not country. <laughs> so so I walked her to her car and I uh, got her number and I kissed her. Yeah. And so I don't really know what the situation is with any of that. I never know like meeting someone at a party how that works. 
I guess, really, I, I could state that more broadly. I never know how, when you talk to a girl, <laughs> how that works. Really, I'm in, I have this streak going right now, which is a good, like, not a good streak. Like, it's a streak I'm trying to break, which is the last two girls that I've talked to uh, have agreed to go on dates with me and then later cease communication <laughs> entirely, oh. having not gone on dates with me. That's two girls in a row. So you just got this girl's number, right? You didn't ask her on a date or anything. Not yet. So she might break the streak by just saying no when I ask her on a date. (laughs) If we're lucky. If Uh, we're lucky. So that's that's my ladies update. Do you... And this lady you didn't even find on the internet. I did not find her on the internet. Very organic. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. I was like... How do I view your profile? And she was like, what are you, what? what are you? I did not actually say that to her out loud. That would be weird. Uh, so that I, you know, true to form, the Cal Ripken Jr. of podcasting, I always bring the content. I can't not bring the content. Did you bring any content this week? Because you have like four different segments. Do any I, of them I, have content this week? I brought, I brought a little bit of tiny uninteresting content. So I sent out I sent out an email to African Parks because uh, I was like, man, Colin is a big old bitch, and everybody's getting on my ass about not calling these people. Hey, they have this email form I can fill out an hour before the podcast when I realize I don't have any content to bring to the podcast. <laughs> so, so at 5 o'clock today, I sent out a little thing, and it was pretty much just, hey, your website has a pretty shitty employment page. Do you guys actually employ people, or what's the deal there? And, uh, we'll see. Okay, well, that update sucked dick. <laughs> I told you, I told you. Hold on, hold on, this is a true This is a true test of Liz. Hey, Liz, what did you think of that update? I thought that it was a little sparse on the content, but what was there was valuable. Okay, I that's the most negative thing I've ever heard her say about anything ever. <laughs> I know, I, I can already tell that that was a super harsh burn. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go fishing because it was my day off, but um, I looked at the tide calculator and it said today was a bad day for fishing, no. so I decided to not do that. And uh, Is it and... worth throwing in the fisherman liner there? Probably not. <laughs> Probably <laughs> no, not. I, don't think it's, I don't think it's worth it, but I might go fishing tomorrow, going to go to a new spot because I've been less than successful at the first one and people get mad when I take the bus there with my smelly fish gear. <laughs> so... I have a place that maybe I'll bike to now, and no one will yell at me. Should we uh, force a segment on Liz right now? Yeah. I guess. I don't know what's going on with Liz's life, but uh, Liz, do you have any interesting personal updates for us? Well, today I went for my first outside training run of the season in Madison because I'm training for my fourth half marathon in May, and it was treacherous. It was like ice all over all the sidewalks. I fell down like twice. Oh. It was it was unfortunate. It sounds but... like the cutest thing I can possibly. <laughs> but I made I made it through for like four miles. So yeah, it's good. We actually uh, we had awesome weather this week. It broke forty at one point. I saw That's grass great. for the first time in six months. That was pretty dope. But then it all iced. It turned to like slush and iced over. Yeah, well, <laughs> like slush at this point is such a welcome change. Rather than snow and ice. Like, slush means slush means the thaw is coming. 
Hmm, it's supposed to be like negative 16 this coming week. Okay. See, that's the thing. I don't know anything about cold weather because I'm from the south, you know? <laughs> so so you do, you've done three half marathons. I have. So with a fourth half marathon, that's like two full marathons. That, there you go. Did you do quarter marathons before the half <laughs> one? Well... A quarter marathon would be a 10K, and I've actually never run a 10K, but it's my favorite distance to run. I don't think the it's, math works it's, out No, there. it's 6.2 miles, so I run it during training, but I've never run it as a race. But that's not a quarter marathon. It's a 6.2. Okay, no, okay, it's not. I mean, it's the closest. Did you know, did you know that I have a, a bachelor's degree Shut in up. mathematics? It's the closest you can get to, it's the closest race you can get to a quarter marathon without going over is this the price of right of running? I don't understand. <laughs> so, are you are you working for a full on big boy marathon, mm. or are you just you like your half marathons? I I like like the first eight miles of a half marathon, and then the last like five miles are kind of shitty. So, I am probably going to stick to half marathons. Gotcha. I read this book. Well, I read it, and then we also listened to it on tape coming across the country. And it claims that we are born to run. Mm. Was it called Born to Run? That's exactly what it was called. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think some people are born to run. I feel like I have knee problems, so I probably wasn't born to run. But I power through. <laughs> That's good. That's, I hate running, personally. Yeah, it's kind of boring and tedious, so... Yeah. Hey, uh, do we want to do the porn thing, or is that done? Oh, I didn't even think of any. But... I, I thought of one, like, as I was making my pre-show dinner, and it's terrible. And you guys probably won't get it, because you might not have heard of the movie. But I think that the title itself is awesome. Uh, well, well, give it to me anyway. It's, it's a porno about a dude who has sex with trash and performs analingus. And he's a pretty big deal in the city of brotherly love. What? Pardon? You heard me. Something about a dude doing trashy butt eating in Philadelphia. <laughs> Two separate things. He fucks trash. He eats ass. Those are. Oh, oh, he fucks trash and he eats ass. <laughs> yeah, well, those are two separate portions of his personality. Okay. All right. So this is um, this is a tough one. So if you like, just in the course of brainstorming, guess any of the words, I will tell you that is one of them. Okay. Thank For instance, you, you said thank Philadelphia. You. That is one of them. <laughs> yeah. That was probably the easiest word. But. Yeah. Boy, the only literally the only movie I know that has anything to do with Philadelphia is the movie Philadelphia. It is. <laughs> we can't play that game with that movie. It's kind no. of fucked up. Yeah, so I, I figure it's probably not that one. It's not that one. I don't know. I'll have to think. I'll have to think. You got anything, Liz? All of mine are movies that you wouldn't have to change the title to. Like Hot Rod. <laughs> <laughs> like... I think you still don't understand how this game works, really? <laughs> so, no. Okay. <laughs> we can come back to it or uh, cut all of, all of all of it. Yeah. Uh, I, want to, I want to try to think of it. I don't know. Do you want to go on to another article while we're while we're stewing on that one? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. Um, let's see. We've been talking about 
breweries coming out with odd things for a while. Uh, breweries being involved in giving you a rub down at a spa. Um, what was that? What were they, those fools making? That other story we talked about? Uh, soap and stuff. Yeah, soap and we were and extremely stuff. critical of it, and then I bought beer soap, and it is delightful. Yeah, so with that in mind, I wholeheartedly uh, support Dogfish Heads Brewery launching their, their line of specialty sausages. I don't know if they have anything to do with, uh, with beer, but God, I love meat. And Dolphin Shed's pretty good, so I will eat their delicious sausage, beer, sausage, sausage. So it says that each of them is made with a signature dogfish brew, and they're paired off with ales from the brewery. Oh, pork brats with Midas Touch. Yes, thank you. Oh, yeah, I could get all up in that. Mmm. Oh. And it's called Heirloom Italians. That actually, that makes sense. With it does. respect to the brew. It does. Uh, oh, that- they're using Raison de Tra. Awesome. See, this, this sounds good. This sounds good to this me. This sounds like a good thing. And it's uh, it's a great example of vertical integration, mm. which is something that I think is a really... It's a good, it's, good it's a, uh, buzzword. Yeah. <laughs> Liz, Liz will note that uh, one of the tabs I've opened is the vertical integration Wikipedia page <laughs> because I already planned on saying that, but I wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about first. Nice. <laughs> Does it have any synergy? I mean, I think vertical integration is synergy. I think it is. I, I, I have no idea. It's no it's, idea. It's great for your uh, ROI. It's great for uh, for uh, fuck. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, market share. It's, it's awesome for market share. Right. Man, where's uh, where's the big unit when you need him? He could drop so much econ shit on us right now. Oh well. So Sam, I think I found the movie that your that your porn title is made of based off of okay hit me is it is it based off of the garbage picking field goal kicking philadelphia phenomenon that, <laughs> that it is starring tony okay. danza i think that might be a disney channel original <laughs> oh no so so the the first part is obviously the garbage bucket no 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 it, this, really? is a, this is a rhyme i'm employing here in part one interesting okay so, so it rhymes with kicking and it's uh having sex with but f- specifically from the male perspective. So if it rhymes with kicking, it's licking. It is not licking. Dicking? It's not it licking. Is... You're throwing me so off board. Liz, Liz over here has the answer. It's dicking. <laughs> dicking. Garbage dicking. Garbage dicking. <laughs> All uh, right. Okay. That's... So the next stage is analingus. Field goal licking. Okay. Well, field... <laughs> I... licking is right, but I also changed field goal. Rear hole licking? I, I've, I used b-hole licking, but I think okay. rear hole works rear just hole. as well. So the garbage dicking, b-hole licking Philadelphia phenomenon. <laughs> that is right. Were you just Googling movies that take place in Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah. I was. I was doing that. It's I, kind of like, I feel like I kind of looked up the crossword puzzle, but I didn't know the movie was based on, so whatever. You never heard of that? No, I have never heard of that. Had you? It's, it's, uh... The first two adjectives that came to mind when I was going to describe the movie to you were great and terrible. So I'm not even sure what I think of that movie. I have very fond memories of it, but I'm pretty sure it sucks. What well, you said it was a Disney Channel, right? Yeah, it's a Disney Channel original, so I watched it when I was like nine. Right. And it was great. And that's why I haven't heard of it, because I had a sad, lonely childhood devoid of any good TV stations. So wait... The fact that you couldn't watch TV is what made you lonely? I also didn't have cable. 
Well, hippie ass parents. God damn. My parents wanted me to go outside. Lame. Mine too. <laughs> Should we uh, bounce to Article 3? Yeah. All right. So Article 3, I think, uh, is the wackiest article. <laughs> and that, that is saying something considerably considering we talked about blue beer. But, um, oh boy. So the downtown east side program, do we actually, do we know where that is? Uh, well, Port- later it talks about Portland, so I assume it's Portland. Mm-hmm. So the downtown east side uh, program, apparently some program in Portland. Is this Portland, Maine, or is this Portland, Oregon? I bet Portland, Oregon. It's almost. I'm gonna have to guess Portland, Portland Oregon. <laughs> it's a shame we don't have uh, Adamson on here, our senior Oregon correspondent. Mm. Yeah. Huh. I boy, I sure don't know. But um, do, do you want me to give him a ring on the fly? Nah, that's okay. Then it has a lot of stuff about Canada and Toronto, so I'm, I'm confused as to where this story is coming from. Uh, well, that makes it sound like it's from Maine. Maybe. Maybe. Geography is not really my jam, but uh, Maine's, but they all, Maine's pretty Maine. north. Country, so. <laughs> so um, anyway, this wherever they are, Portland, Maine, there's a group of people who think it's a good idea to teach severe alcoholics how to brew beer. Uh... I guess the idea is that if they brew their own beer, they won't be drinking hand sanitizer. Which, you know, that makes sense, I guess. But um, it also takes a while for beer to get ready. And it takes no time to buy a hand sanitizer for 69 cents at Rite Aid. So. But I mean, if I feel like if your life revolves around drinking, I guess I don't really, I don't, I haven't, talk to enough alcoholics to know this, but I feel like if your life revolves around, like, how you're gonna get your next fix of booze, I mean, for the first few weeks while it's fermenting, then that might be an issue, but I feel like they would plan ahead, you know? And, like, be brewing constantly. So, once the first batch comes through, then it's just a constant flow. Like, as you'll remember, in college, when we brewed weekly, uh, those first couple weeks, we didn't have any homebrew. And then, after that... had all of it. We just had eight cases of beer in the closet. Yeah. I have I have a beer cabinet above my refrigerator, and I filled it up. And so I had to get a second beer cabinet next to the washing machine. <laughs> it's, it's such an interesting article, though. Um, so, yeah, there are 90 participants in the Portland Hotel Society's alcohol-making co-op. Um, for $10, you get the ingredients you need, and then you can take home up to five liters of your your home brew and uh so how regularly are they brewing i'm just trying to think how long how long five liters of beer would tide over an alcoholic i don't know i feel like not that long like a couple days maybe well a couple days yeah but so are just, they brewing two or three times a week i don't know it doesn't, well, it doesn't seem cost effective <laughs> doesn't it doesn't but it's only ten dollars i guess i don't know you have to be part of their drinkers lounge, which sounds like a weird thing to name your club that's trying to help people stop drinking. I yeah. I think that they've given up on that. That's the impression I get. It's like <laughs> it's like you know how like you probably should give out condoms to high schoolers. Like you don't want the high schoolers fucking, but you know they're fucking, and right. so at least like don't do anything stupid while you're fucking. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, this Portland Hotel Society sounds pretty crazy, though. I'm reading more of the article. Says in the past, the Portland Hotel Society has faced accusations of enabling addicts through its safe injection site, 
not too bad. And it's crack pipe vending machines. What? <laughs> okay, and it's, it's the same principle. It's they're addicts. You've given up on saving them from being addicts. Make them the safest addicts they can be. And I understand why this seems really silly. But, like, when you think about the, like, the spread of AIDS due to shared needles, like, if people are going to be doing heroin, yeah, you may as well have them do it as safely as possible. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree, but, but the phrase crack pipe vending machine <laughs> I is know, kind of I, hard to get behind. I, yeah, no, I, I'm doing my best to, like, be on the side of this article, no. and crack pipe vending machine, I just cannot do it. They're capitalizing yeah. on addiction. Like, they're uh, making money from addicts. I really hope that this all goes straight to, like, charity, like an anti-drug nope. charity. <laughs> it's Portland. You would think, I don't know. I don't think this is psychologist approved. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I mean, they do say, yeah, like, we're not really solving alcoholism. But, yeah, I guess just make them safer addicts. Wacky. It kind of, like, just seems like it's, it's you're taking the loss but you're minimizing the damage. I wonder what kind of beer they brew, though. I I don't know. I My first instinct is to say, I don't know, we should have an alcoholic on the show, and then immediately I thought, nope, nope, no. nope, that idea <laughs> is bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I, my, my instinct is that they would want to brew the booziest, cheapest beer they could. Probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have you guys seen the history of beer on the History Channel? I have. Yes. So maybe in order to prevent this and to get them the nutrition that they need, they would brew that like old school Egyptian recipe, like highly nutritious but low alcohol content beer. Uh, for for ten dollars for five gallons, <laughs> they are not making that beer. No, no, I don't think so. Really? They're gonna make go fuck yourself is what they're gonna make. <laughs> that's that's the scotch ale we made in college, uh, and we have a technically uh what i really think they should be doing as someone who has made alcohol other than beer the two cheapest batches i've ever brewed wine wine was my number one cheapest batch and cider was my number two cheapest batch because it's just fucking sugar like you may like you could take that shit a step further and just fill a bucket with water and dump a bunch of powdered sugar in there and throw a packet of yeast on top That'll make booze. I don't know how it'll <laughs> taste. It'll probably suck, but it'll make booze, and it'll be cheap yeah. as all hell. Yeah. You could even, you could even reuse the yeast if you do it right. Oh man, Sam, you would be a great homeless person. You would be so good at this. I. It's a shame. This is the first skill that people <laughs> ever told me I have, and it's being a, being a wino. So. That's okay. I got I got straight up mistaken for being a homeless person one time. It's because you. Because you eat sandwiches by the train tracks. <laughs> this was right in town. I was right outside the co-op, and somebody asked me if I was hungry because there's a soup kitchen downtown. Oh fuck, dude! That sucks. Well, at the time, were you carrying your bindle? I was on my lunch break from work. I worked two stores down. What the hell? <laughs> I guess I was just looking really bad that day. Now I just I feel like the perfect Halloween costume is. You get a bandana on a stick and fill it with stuff, and you get a top hat, but, like, the top of it is, like, it's like an open can, you know? Yeah. And just, like, I mean, the rest of the costume would be shitty clothes, but I already have plenty of shitty clothes, so <laughs> that would work perfectly. Mm-hmm. Really, the, the challenge would be 
since Halloween costumes, the, the thing these days is to make it sexy. Could I be a sexy hobo? That's only for women. Uh, Men don't uh, have hey, to do that. Wow, Liz, Men that is super that. duper sexist of you. I I'm can't just believe saying you just that, said that women oh, are expected. Oh, okay, I guess you never saw any of my sexy Halloween outfits. Dude, uh, dude, dude, dude Leia, that every sexy outfit. cowgirl, sexy nurse. Well, good for you for yeah. going against the grain. And he always Thanks. gets play. It's gross. That's good. He always gets play when he cross dresses. Good for you. <laughs> But generally, only women are expected to dress sexy at Halloween. Well, how about we yeah. turn that around together? Yes. I will, I will not dress sexy, and you will dress sexy. You, what you should do is you should take something that's usually sexy and do a non-sexy version. I have a onesie that I wear for Halloween. Okay, how would that ever? I don't know. <laughs> that would no, never be. No, like, be a stripper, but like after her shift, and you've like put on clothes over I have, your like, stripper clothes. juicy sweatpants on or something. Right. You just but, look really sad uh, about feeding your three kids. Yeah, and maybe my, like, eyeliner is running from crying. Yeah, yeah. and I'll be a sexy hobo. Yeah. <laughs> a hobo is what you'll be. Uh? <laughs> that sounds good. We'll do that. Cool. Ready? Break. <laughs> Have you played Robo Rally? No. It's like computer programming the game, and it sucks. It's the worst. <laughs> What? Yeah, it's like you program this robot to go different places, but then like you have to be thinking like five steps ahead. Actually, that sounds like the kind of thing I would really. You would enjoy, probably love it because I'm a big dweeb. I played it with a bunch of chemical engineers during grad school, and it sucked all the time. I never won ever. Liz, you've been to grad school. I have been to grad school. She's so old. I'm not old. I'm, I will be 25 in March. Jeez, Liz, you're so old. I'm not that old. I think you're probably the oldest host in the history of the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. Wow, in- I... Incorrect, incorrect. Who? Sam Adamson was on, wasn't uh, it? Is he 25? Yeah. I'm not oh. 25 yet. Okay, then I guess I was wrong. Ugh. Hey, Sam. <laughs> so anyway, I-, I think I heard you guys put down your beers a while ago. You both you both finished? Oh, actually, I, I have, finished. I have not finished mine yet. Ooh. <laughs> I won. All right. <laughs> I've just taken my last sip, so. So looks like you lost. It's not a raceless. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was the point. No. <laughs> All right, Liz. So since you're done, you can you can rate your beer. Um, the way we do that is we give it, you know, it's like a, a one to ten. Mm-hmm. You can go like five point two. You can't do five point two five. You know. Mm, so okay, so only to the tenth. And you want to explain yourself, and then also you want to say. If you were going to recommend it, who yeah. would you recommend it to? Well, one of the ways that I make my alcohol decisions is on sheer aesthetic value of the branding. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of like this because Lake Louie has this cool little... It's a fishing lure. Yeah, it's a fishing lure with like, I don't know what you would use it for, maybe bass probably, or something? No, probably fishing. Yeah, but I don't know what type of fish. Um... But yeah, it's kind of cool, very like stylized. So I like that about it. Um, but the taste, I really liked it. I think the more I drank it, the better I liked it. So it kind of grew on me, which I enjoy. I, th- I think that's kind of a characteristic of Scotch ales. Yeah, it was good. Um, it had like a, I don't know what I would call it, maybe like a nutty flavor. It, was, it had more depth than like the sweetness of other lighter beers um i would recommend it to probably anyone who doesn't like ipas 
Okay, well, the thing is that <laughs> oh, no. IPA is my favorite style of beer. I hate IPA. And IPAs. I've had this beer before, <laughs> and I love it. Okay, so maybe anyone who likes beer, but it could be a nice thing to drink for people who don't like IPAs. So your recommendation for this beer is anyone who likes beer? It's a little too much positivity, Liz. Now she's going to give it a 10 out of 10 because it tried, and that's great. No, I think it was really cool. I have nothing to compare it to, so obviously it's going to be like... Actually, I have, a, I have another Scotch Ale if you want to try it. So. Well, then I would have to withhold but my three, judgment. Three pounds of hot peppers. Oh, that sounds like a lot. Um, I'm going to compare it only to itself. I would, I would give it... I don't know. I'm trying to look at the ingredients. To, nope, that's just telling women who are pregnant not to drink. That's fair. So good, I, good call, like Louie. So I don't, I don't know what is in it. Uh, but probably I, some uh, some water, some malts, yeah. probably some hops. I, my guess is yeast. From yeah. like a from a homebrew standpoint, I feel like there's probably some yeast in play. No, I understand. Um, so I'd probably give it like a seven out of ten. Okay. So I had Alaskan Brewing Company's Summer Holch Style Ale. Yeah, you know, it was a beer. I drank <laughs> it. It was in my mouth. Um, it, I, I don't know. 5.8, I guess. It was boring, but it wasn't bad. Um, this is a day drinker, in my opinion. Lawnmower beer? Yeah, this is a lawnmower beer. Definitely. And uh, so that's, I, I feel like I kind of recommend that to people a lot, but I don't know. If you're just hanging out, yeah. Is it good enough to session, or would you only have one? It's it's good enough to session, I guess, but, like, there are better session beers, you know. That's that's kind of its its thing. You know, it's a summer. Um, the name kind of says it all. You're hanging out on your back porch drinking a beer. This is better than a junk vlogger, but it's nothing special. Uh, so I had Evil Twin Brewing's Christmas Eve in a New York City hotel room. Uh, and I did figure out what that spice is, although it was not a spice. It was a flavor that I recognized. Not a spice. It was alcohol. Was that <laughs> the flavor? Um, do you want to try this? Yeah. Way? I might be able to tell you what the spice is. It's alcohol. It does taste like there's a spice in there, though. I think it's just alcohol and burnt. Uh... It's the, good. The, there are three flavors: uh, malts, burnt, and alcohol. <laughs> it kind of tastes like cloves. A little. Bit. I don't think so. Okay. That that actually sounds pretty gross. But uh, <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Uh, I I like it a lot. Um, I do kind of have a crush on Evil Twin Brewing. I feel like uh, uh, Bell's has always been my my this favorite is so brewery. Good. It's my favorite brewery. I almost brought a Bell's. It's the one with a flower on it. Oh, then it probably would have been great anyway, because Bell's can't fail. Uh, but Evil Evil Twin is like, Bell's is my wife, and Evil Twin is my mistress, you know? <laughs> and it's getting to a point where I'm thinking about leaving my wife. Oh, my. Yeah, I really like Evil Twin. Um, we should go on a road trip to Bell's, Bell's Brewing. It's like six hours away, dog. Uh, yeah, but I have friends in Ann Arbor, and... Which isn't, that's not where the brewery is. I know, but it's like only an hour away. I'm not doing this. <laughs> this idea is I'll bad. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, see ya. <laughs> Pick me up a six pack. Uh, um, I'm going to I'm gonna give this uh, a 6.8. Okay. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. But if you're going to have, a, have an imperial stout, 
by Evil Twin Brewery, or actually an evil an Imperial Stout ever, it should be Yin by Evil Twin Brewing. Because that beer is so good. Uh, but I definitely enjoyed it. I'm, I'll recommend it to anyone who's uh, who's good on on darker beers who can handle a little bit of booze. Uh, I think the, the burnt flavor is like, I feel like that sounds really negative. It's pleasant. But it does. It, it's... But it's it's I don't mean it that way. It's like smoky. I wouldn't say it's I feel like smoky's its own flavor. Maybe. But it's uh it's no, it's it's nice. It's a little it's like a toasty. I'll call it toasty. Mm-hmm. Um I I definitely I definitely enjoyed it. I'd say any anyone who's into dark beer, can handle some booze, should check this one out. Evil Twin Brewing rules. <laughs> Good to know. I I did see Evil Twin Brewing around here, I think, so maybe I'll pick one of theirs up. Oh, no so, shit, you totally should. I I will, Did it have sir. a ridiculous name? Yeah, it had weird bottle art, too. Yeah, sometimes they do that. Uh, they have one that's just called, like, Biscotti, I think, but then they have, like, six different spinoffs, and all of the titles are just describing the different kind of Biscotti it's supposed <laughs> to taste like. It's really weird. <laughs> Alright, well, unless you want to uh, give any more platitudes to Evil Twin Brewing Company, <laughs> I think we're going to wrap this week up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't ask what you would be drinking. Skipping a step. Well, I didn't ask what you were drinking either, Tyler. What are you drinking next week? Which is, which is who knows. Okay. Usually we try to try oh. to say in advance we're going to be drinking. I and, see. Uh, I never does it because he sucks. I, I never know what I'm going to drink because I suck. That's okay. Thanks. Thanks, Liz. Do you know what you're going to be drinking? Oh, I don't know if I'm invited back for next week. Well, you'll always be drinking. Oh, well, I'll probably drink the Bell's beer that had the flower on it. I think it's called End of Summer. Nice. Uh, it Have is... you considered saving that for the summer? It is a wheat beer. Uh, no. I'm going to drink it... <laughs> Now, <laughs> Sam, what well, are you drinking? Oh man, I've never been so excited for a beer, but also been so confident I would dislike a beer. <laughs> what does this say? Uh, it's called OG. Jeez. I th- I think OG is how you pronounce this. It's O hyphen G I I. Okay. Uh, it's by MKE, which is Milwaukee Brew, um, and it's a. Uh, a monstrous tea-infused wit. Excuse me? What is that? Ale brewed with spices and flavored with tea. Huh. And I've actually, I've gotten into tea lately. I've Tea is it, wonderful. It's, been, it's a thing that, like, a few different times in my life, I've just thought, you know, I really hate coffee and I'll never like coffee, but I should have, like, a hot caffeine beverage that is, like, go-to. Yeah. So I've, I've actually, like, tried a few different times to get into tea and never been able to. And then recently, like a year ago, uh, I discovered jasmine tea. Oh, mm. soothing jasmine tea. Right. I tried it because I wanted to be like uh, Uncle Iroh from Avatar The Last Airbender. That is precisely the same reason I tried it. But the thing is that... That's such a good show. It, it's such a good show. It just tastes like hops. Jasmine <laughs> petals taste like hops. Jasmine it's, is an aphrodisiac. Well, Ooh. I'm always horny all the time anyway, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Uh, this beer is just like, it's like a non-alcoholic IPA, 
that I drink at work all the time. So <laughs> it's kind of cool. Um, so I do like tea, but I don't know how I'm going to feel about a monstrous tea-infused wit. Also, I generally have negative feelings towards MKE, and even though there are lots of exceptions to my rule about cans, this is a canned beer, and generally they suck. I'm going to give Oscar Blues as a whole a pass, because they're a great brewery that cans, but usually I feel like canned craft is not good. Indeed. And I also think MKE is not good, and I also think that... This dinosaur is cute. It's a cute dinosaur. It is a cute dinosaur. You're, no, you're right. It's going to be delicious. It's going to be amazing. Look how cute this dinosaur is. That's, how could it not be that delicious? That dinosaur is adorable. This is my rationale when I go and pick out alcohol. You would probably love this, I specifically for would. how it looks. Um, so, next week... We might uh, might try and bring uh, our buddy Brian on. Uh, cool. Brian Smith? Yes. He would love that. Yeah, I think he would be good. He's, he's so good. He's very funny. Uh, and we might just bring Boris back. And we if we, Brian. if all else fails and we're really in a shitty situation, we might bring Liz back. Oh, but let's hope that that is not the case. That's a sucky thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> She just called something sucky. I've never heard her call something sucky before. That's an exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Only available on the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. Tell your friends. Brian yep. would be great. I think he would be too. So it sounds like we got a we got a good show lined up for next week as always. Well, thank you for joining us again. And uh, that's his engine. See you next week. Oh, uh, see, I like that's his engine, but I think no one knows the context. Do you want to do another one or you just want to... I don't, no. We'll no. On that. Okay, let's say goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. They can't see you wave, Liz. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>pretty pleasantly surprised with the fact that there was a toilet there seat. There was a toilet seat. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. You also uh, have a weird little, like, art project going on with your toilet paper. It's, like, all over the place. I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's, like, piled, like, in a very sort of haphazard oh, way. Well, it was a pyramid, and then I, <laughs> and then I had kept wiping my ass, and then the pyramid <laughs> fell apart.